Welcome to 2024. Let's do this. Welcome to the Family Health and Hustle Podcast, where sharing our stories, common experiences, and best practices about balancing family, practicing good health, and reaching your goals can help you feel supported, bring clarity, and guide you to the life you want. So if you're ready to challenge yourself, your health, and the hustle around you, then consider this your community. Now, let's welcome your host, Anthony Hernandez. Welcome back to the show, and Happy New Year. I'm excited to be with you. It is 2024, and it's the season of goal setting and planning and strategizing and kind of deciding what you like and what you don't like (laughs) with your life and the things that you want to work on. So I'm sure that pretty much every YouTube video, every program, every podcast, everyone's talking about this, Uh, but today... I want to share some of my thoughts about setting goals in the new year and some of the things I'm doing and uh, share a couple tips and then share with you some of my actual goals. And I think this is important because I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to say, look, this is something I'm really trying to do and try to commit to it. I think kind of publishing that and getting that out will uh, will hold me a little more accountable too. And I encourage you to do that as well as you come up with your goals and reflect, uh, you know, don't be shy. Let people know. You know, if you if you're serious about it, then then it should be okay. And if you're not, then everyone will hold it over your head, <laughs> as they sometimes do. But anyway, so today I want to talk about goal setting. And I've mentioned before in other shows um, how my mindset has shifted in this area over the s- several years, where I kind of just used to wish and wish and wish that something would happen, and then nothing ever happened, and then I was like depressed when I finally stepped back and and looked at my life and was like wow I'm nowhere near where I want to be you know I've I'm in the worst shape of my life and I I'm not where I'm at financially and all these things um and then I read uh some pretty interesting books that kind of help shift my mindset and help me understand how to make goals because obviously we always hear about goals we always you know say oh this is something in in very vague terms we'll say oh yeah I'm going to do that one day Right, but that's not really goal setting. Uh, goal setting is being very intentional and being very specific, and then creating an action plan around that. One of the best books that I've ever read about goal setting, and quite frankly, just one of the best books I've ever read in general about self development, is called The Motivation Myth, and it's by Jeff Hayden. And I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, But it's awesome because basically he walks through how motivation, this thing of like, you can do and be all that you can be if you just work really hard and do the thing you got to do when you got to do it. Like all of that's great, but it's very superficial. It's very uh, surface level. It doesn't actually last. And so what a lot of people experience when they go through times of that or they're listening to super motivational music or they're, they're going to a really cool seminar or all these things. You know, they they come out going like, yes, I'm going to do this. And then it fizzles off. And then they lose motivation. And so the premise of, of a lot of what he talks about is it's this this motivation. It's all within our plan that we create to accomplish a goal. We're not going to just wake up and be so stoked and so motivated we can just handle whatever uh, gets thrown at us. And sure, there's probably days where we can do that and we will be like that. But then there's going to be a lot of other days where we just aren't motivated 
and we don't know what to do or, or how to accomplish things. And so that really comes down to our daily disciplines. So the premise of the book is basically you create a big goal, your ultimate goal. And it can be a long-term goal. It can be a goal for the year or just a goal. And then what you do is you break it down into smaller milestones. And you break it down to the point where you have a daily uh, schedule or daily things that you need to do to accomplish that goal. So you look at your day-to-day and you say, okay, if I want to accomplish that, if, if I am to become that person, what is it that I need to do today? Maybe it's something you want to do and you don't quite know how to do it. There's an education behind it that you need to be working on some kind of education daily to expand your knowledge and your skill set to be able to accomplish that goal, whatever it is. But essentially you create these daily routines. So this way you only focus on today. So you set the big goal and then you forget about the goal and you just work on the daily disciplines, the things that you are to do today and every day to accomplish that goal. Because if today's a bad day, which uh, inevitably we're all going to have bad days, but if today's a bad day, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Tomorrow is a new day and we're going to do what we put aside and what we plan to do tomorrow. And guess what? There's going to be lots of bad days that we have, but we're not going to let it ruin the overall goal. And that's a big thing that when people create these New Year's resolutions, oftentimes they'll create these kind of vague goals of, oh, I'm going to get in shape. Okay, well, what does that mean, get in shape? Do you want a six-pack? Do you want to be a certain body fat percentage? Like, what is it that you want? That's the first thing. The second thing is, if you don't set daily goals or daily milestones, or we and weekly milestones, monthly milestones, whatever it is, it's likely that if you fall off the bandwagon, if you go a week, or two weeks where you're not exercising, for this example, um, you are now feeling extremely intimidated because you're looking at the big picture. Okay, if you're 45, 50% body fat right now, and you have a goal to get down to 6%, that's, that's going to be intimidating to look at if you're constantly looking at it in that way. Now, if you look at, okay, I'm going to, my first milestone is get down to 40%. So I'm going from 50 to 40%. Okay, this is what I have to do every day. And then every day I do those things. And then at a certain point I measure, I step back, I self-reflect. Am I on track? Am I off track? Okay, maybe I'm only 46% instead of 40%. Okay, I got to adjust a few things and and make some changes. But imagine if you go from 50 to 46% body fat, And again, some of this might be like totally crazy numbers for any of my nutritionist friends that are listening. You might be like, whoa, like 50%. Okay, just bear with me for the example, okay? If you go from 50 to 46% and the goal was 40, okay, that doesn't, I mean, you're off, but that doesn't seem too bad. But if you look at your 46% and you're supposed to get down to 6%, like, whoa, that's huge. So, of course, people are going to get discouraged. Of course, people are going to want to fail or they're not even they're not going to want to fail. Of course, people are going to fall off the wagon or spin out naturally. It's not even that they want to. It's what's the point? Because I have this mountainous, this huge thing in front of me and it's it's overwhelming. I can't accomplish it. So if you're looking at setting better goals, please, please, please check out Motivation Myth the motivation myth. 
by Jeff Hayden. I don't get any money for it. I can actually put like an affiliate link in the show notes. If you want to click on it, purchase the book. Cool. I appreciate it. It'll definitely contribute to the show. Um, but whatever, if you want to get the audio book or the physical book, whatever, it's a great, great book. It's a great listen as well as an audio book. Just great as far as setting those goals. And again, creating the big long-term goals, creating the milestones, and then creating your day-to-day and then forgetting about the big goal, just focus on today. That is the number one thing that I have done that has changed my progress in anything I've done, whether it's a career, whether it's health, whether it's other personal things, business, whatever. This book has literally changed how I progress because quite frankly, before reading it, before starting to understand, and there's probably other people out there that have similar uh, strategies and similar books, but this particular one, only because that's the one I've read, literally has made it so I'm always progressing and I understand how to progress. And it's, it's awesome. It's also the other thing that has, I learned from that book as well, that the joy, this is something I often say, the joy doesn't come from accomplishing the goal. It comes from the journey. It comes from some of the struggle in the journey, overcoming struggle, learning things, experiencing things. That's where the joy comes. Because guess what? And we're going to read this here in a second from something else I got this morning that's not even associated with this book. But most times we set goals and we think that's what's going to make us happy. Well, when we get to the goal and we go, okay, we did it. <sighs> okay, yeah. Um, um, well, what's next, right? <laughs> As human beings, we are constantly pushing forward. And once we get to one goal, guess what? There is no a magical happiness that comes from that goal. We might get a, a temporary satisfaction or temporary happiness from accomplishing it. And we can feel really good and some pride about ourselves. But ultimately, that's we're not going to be happy staying there. We're going to want to go to the next goal, progress to the next thing. And so, again, something that my mentality has shifted over the years is I always thought that by getting the goal, I would be happy. By being rich, I would be happy. By being fit, I would be happy. When I realized, hey, the path to get rich, even though I'm not rich in between, it's pretty fun when I pay attention to it. I'm actually liking it. There's some challenges that I actually am excited to figure out how I'm going to figure that out, how I'm going to overcome that challenge. I don't know how I'm going to, but I'm excited to learn. Same thing with fitness. I'm not super duper fit, but I'm excited to see and feel that growth, that change in me as I achieve those fitness goals. Same thing with family goals. I have a very young family. There's lots of big goals that I have. I'm excited to implement those things. And hey, when we are accomplishing those goals, great. I'm going to be happy about that. And then it'll be on to the next goals. So that's a huge shift. And I think that's a big thing that calls people to fail, especially during the New Year's time is because oftentimes we're Right out the gate, we're doing super well, and then something happens. We go on a trip or something screws up our routine, uh, and it is important to have a routine. Something screws it up, and then we go, oh, I'm I'm only here when I have to be all the way here. And that's that's What's the point of even trying? What's the point of even starting? And again, it's because you're looking at you're here, and you're trying to get there rather than you're here, and I'm just trying to get right here. And then when I get right there, I'll try to get right here and then right there. 
and then right there, and then all the way along the road. And for those who are listening, I'm just kind of moving my hands. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, just slowly moving my hands uh, gradually away from each other. As we accomplish goals, you go further down the road. So biggest, biggest thing that, that has been the most impactful that I've applied to my life are the principles from the motivation myth to the point where for years I hadn't accomplished anything. I read this book. I set five goals, five for me, realistic goals and still stretching, still goals that were, were, they were obtainable, but they were, you know, they're my first goals, really my, the first ones I've ever written down. And that year I accomplished four of them out of the five. It was crazy. I didn't even think about them, but I looked back at the end of the year going, holy smokes, I did it. All right. And then the one that I didn't do, I still, my life was still kind of surrounding that goal. It was actually a, job, a goal regarding career. And I was still on path and kind of seeing the benefits of that goal, even though I hadn't actually accomplished it. And so super, super impact, impactful. The other thing I've kind of gradually seen the power of is writing down your goals, actually physically writing down your goals. I've tried typing them. I've tried doing voice memos. You know, I've tried just saying them, you know, years ago when I wasn't accomplishing anything, I would just say like, oh yeah, I want to be, I want to be in shape. Okay. What does that mean? In shape to you at home might be different to what I think's in shape or my super duper lean muscular friend over here thinks in shape is, or my super duper out of shape friend over here thinks fit is right. This I'm going to share these tips, share what I have seen power in. Write down your goals and be very intentional. If there's an amount of money you want to make, say it. I want to make X and X dollars. I had written down some goals and said, I want my family to be more active. And then I kind of scribbled it out and goes, well, hang on. What is active? Okay. I want my family to be involved more in mountain biking. I want my family to be more involved in martial arts. And then I even wrote down what martial arts I wanted to get them involved in. Like, even though right, even right now, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know who teaches that around here. I was very specific in my goals. And there's, there's huge power in that. And the other thing is, is when you write them down and you're specific, review them often. And I think that's where the power of writing down a goal actually comes from. Because when you put them on a computer, they kind of get lost in your database. When you say them in your head, you're not really thinking about them often. But when you write them down and you put them somewhere that you are going to see every day and read them and look over them, you're constantly re-engaged in looking at them. There's an interesting, um, interesting uh, mental... Uh, anomaly. I don't know if you want to call it. There's, there's something called reticular activation. And essentially what reticular activation is, is you, once you kind of put your mind to something, you start seeing things that fall into that category. And for instance, if you buy a red Honda, when you're driving down the street, all of a sudden, I promise you, you are going to start seeing other red Hondas. And you're going to start being like, huh, I didn't realize so many people drove red Hondas. Huh. Are there more on the road? Or 
were they always there, but you just didn't realize it? This is what reticular activation is. As we start thinking about something, we start noticing things. If you are writing down your goals and you're reviewing them daily, reticular activation will start engaging and you will see opportunities that match those goals. What's really cool about this, there's a lot of different practices out there. Um, the law of attraction, neuro-linguistic programming. There's all these things out there that talk about attracting things with your mindset. And I think reticular activation is a huge thing because it's true. As you start putting focus on things, you will start naturally seeing more of those things and taking advantage of those opportunities. So it's not magic. It's just simply focus. When you start focusing on things, you start seeing them. When you see them, you start realizing this is something that goes along with a goal that I have. I need to pursue that. So there's tremendous power in writing down your goals and putting them somewhere that you are going to see them. How about right on your desk? Right when you start working, you see them. Boom, right there, your goals. That has been super impactful to me. Again, I don't want to sit here and preach to you. I just want to tell you, these are things that have made a huge difference in my life. Huge. Yes, I have a lot I want to accomplish. I have super far to go. I'm nowhere near some of the things I want to accomplish. But by doing these things, I'm excited. It gets me excited to work on goals. And so I share that with you. If you are where I was several years back, don't know how to accomplish goals, not quite sure what to do about them, you want to improve life. I mean, these are all things I wish I would have known. Be very specific with your goals. Write them down. Review them often. And create daily disciplines in accomplishing your goals. Whatever they are, that is how you get closer to accomplishing your goal. So I hope you see some value in that. And honestly, I hope you try it. For so many years, people would be like, write down your goals, do self um, affirmations and envision yourself thinking about these things, put up a vision board. And I was the guy in the back of the room going, what? This is pooey. What in the world? This is silly. I'm a man's man. I don't, I don't make a visions board. You know, I, I was putting it down and then something happened where I was like, okay, well, some of the most successful people I know do these things. So I probably should just shut up and try it. <laughs> you know, me personally, I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying I had this moment where I'm like, hmm, yeah, self-affirmations, daily affirmations. Those are, those are super weird to me. Uh, but you know what? Okay. Well, I mean, I know some really successful people that swear by it. So, okay, I guess I got to try it. And for me, I'm not sitting in the mirror necessarily saying you are amazing. You are powerful. You are, you are intelligent. And if you are doing that good, whatever that is, do it. I'm not putting that down for me. I actually felt that again, writing down those goals and then just going over those goals, verbalizing them every day, saying those goals as if I had accomplished them, um, or rather reading them as if they are something I currently possess. Huge. Not just huge to my outward world, but huge to me and my confidence and my, again, excitement in accomplishing these goals. So if I could just leave with you a few of those words of wisdom, that's that's what I would do. I would say if you are looking at 
putting some serious goals or just goals aside for this year, first of all, please do. You should always have goals. You should always have goals to change. I've personally, and I'm sure many of you have heard this, I've personally had friends be like, man, Anthony, you've changed. Yeah. You're supposed to change, right? I'm sure we've all heard that. You're supposed to change. Not necessarily in a bad way, in a good way. You're supposed to improve. And so I encourage everyone to have goals, especially for this new year. You don't need a new year to make goals, but hey, it's the time and the season right now. It's it's goal-making season. Take some serious time to reflect on the things you want to accomplish, the things that you want for this coming year. Now, in addition to those things, in addition to that uh, book, The Motivation Myth, I'm sure a lot of these things are just principles that are general. You can find many different books many different strategies that incorporate some of those same principles. So one thing that I subscribe to, and I don't even know how I came across it, but there's a email newsletter called Morning Brew. Morning Brew. And again, I'm not getting sponsored by them. I'm not, I don't have no communication with them. But somehow I came across them, I think like a year ago, and I subscribed to them. And they basically just send out a daily newsletter, a newsletter about how, Maybe stocks are going, certain businesses are performing in the economy, certain aspects of the economy, certain hot topics that are happening right now in in the world, uh, whether it be war, political candidates, or you know businesses that are opening up or closing down or whatever. So it's called it's called Morning Brew. It's actually pretty cool. It's uh, usually it's like a couple pages long. Get it every morning. I do like to review it and kind of check things out, especially because I want to kind of become more stock and financially educated and savvy. And I I just haven't had the time to really look into that. And so what's cool about this is it talks about some of that stuff. It talks about how things are performing and what are some key performance indicators in those markets or in those businesses. And so I, I have enjoyed looking over it. Now, as I mentioned, it's the time in the season of goal setting. So one of the recent Morning Brew newsletters that I've received talked about goal setting. It's New Year's resolution time. I'm sure you're seeing a lot of that stuff on your social media feed and, and your YouTube. And, and hopefully you find this podcast valuable. I mean, hopefully it's not just another another one of these New Year's resolution uh, pieces of content. And you're sick of hearing it or anything, but hopefully you find this valuable. But in the Morning Brew article this morning, it did say that there was a gentleman that they brought in. His name is Sahil Bloom. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think he's pretty big online, has a big content following I wasn't super familiar with him. Sounds like his content's great. But anyway, they had him on this article, uh, and he talked about goal setting. And it's something really interesting because when I sat down and did my goals, the show's called Family Health and Hustle. It's not just the name I decided to come up with for the show, but these are really three principles that I personally live by. And I actually categorize part of my life plan under those three pillars, family, health, hustle. That's how I kind of create my strategy and my goals and the things that I want to accomplish. So it's not just some like cool name I thought of. This is actually a real strategy that I have implemented in my life uh, to kind of guide me. Well, here's the interesting thing. Mr. Bloom mentions in this article, it says, what framework do you use to set goals? And he said, I segment this into three buckets, personal, professional, and health. Within each bucket, I try to begin with the end in mind. What are my major goals for this area? They should be ambitious, but not ridiculous. 
And when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm on to something. He segments his goals into three buckets. Personal, boom, that would be family. Professional, that would be hustle. And health, well, that's health, right? So family, health, and hustle. So I was super stoked to see that because that's how I put my framework together. And this is just me some normal guy just trying to be the best that I can be and put down some real goals. And so I was super stoked to see that. And I would encourage you to do the same thing at home is it can be super overwhelming to kind of decide what you want and what you don't want or whatever. I suggest creating a framework out of those three things, family, health, and hustle. Mr. Bloom continues. He says, I think of the major goals as the summit of the mountain. From there, I work backwards and I establish what I call checkpoint goals. If major goals are the summit, checkpoint goals are the mid-climb campsites along the way. You can't reach the summit without going through them. Checkpoint goals provide a fixed set of points to stop and adjust as necessary along the climb. Just like the motivation myth guy said, Jeff Hayden, you set the big goal, you create milestones, and then you create your daily milestones, right? I would say you create a daily milestone and maybe you make the next big one two weeks out. And then in two weeks, you reflect and say, did I meet that milestone? Well, if I didn't, okay, then I need to adjust my daily milestones, my daily routines. So I was super excited when I read that. <laughs> so I'll continue. He has some great stuff in here. Mr. Bloom says, what's the number one mistake you see people make when setting goals? The number one mistake I see is people tying their future happiness to the achievement of some goal. How many times have you assumed that your lasting happiness was on the other side of some goal, whether it be a promotion, a pay raise, another degree, whatever? How many times have you been proven wrong in this assumption? When I achieve X, then I'll be happy. Well, our natural wiring, he continues, keeps us running. We reset to the baseline and start wondering what comes next. These goals become how we define success for ourselves and our lives. Achieving the last big goal is never enough as we simply reset our scoreboard and need to achieve the next goal to feel like success, to feel like a success. By defining our process on the basis of these extrinsic goals, we set ourselves up for unhappiness. Spot on. We ultimately, we naturally want to think when we get to this point, when we get to that goal, when we accomplish it, we are going to be happy. Don't get me wrong. We might be happier than we are right now if you have a goal to get out of debt, right? That's actually one of my goals. I'll share my goals here in a second. Then when you get to that goal, of course, you're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more relieved. Maybe you don't have that stress on you, but is that going to be the thing that is the end-all be-all? Is that happiness? No. In fact, you're going to set another goal. And when you accomplish it, same thing. You're going to think by the time you get to it, you're bada bing, bada boom, life's good. You sit there, you might be happy, you might be proud that you accomplished it, and then what happens? Ugh. Well, you're not as happy as you thought, or the happiness doesn't last as long. So you set another goal. So I think there's two things we need to accept from this. The first thing is that we need to accept that goals are temporary happiness. We're always going to be pursuing goals. We're always going to be setting the next milestone. And guess what? That's good. We should we should do that. And I'm excited when I get to such and such goal. I'm excited to set the next one. I'm ready to level up. And then the other thing that's most important is find joy in the journey. And I'm sorry if I keep repeating myself, but that is such an important thing that I learned and I have learned and I continue to try to use in my everyday life is this journey 
to whatever it is, there are some awesome things that are going to happen. Don't be so focused on the end goal thinking, I'm not going to be happy till I get that. And so I ignore everything awesome, everything amazing, everything fun, everything worth joy and happiness on that journey. That is a huge thing I learned. And guess what? When you have family, when you have relationships, it is easy to sacrifice those to get to the goal. I am a plain case of, hey, honey, do you want to go on vacation? And then I'm like, no, let's let's wait till we have such and such dollars and savings. Okay. Well, it could take years to do that. Now, again, some situations, that's wise. But it would be unwise and I've learned that it's unwise to put every dollar I can maybe towards that goal and totally neglecting these other opportunities to spend time with my family. And so one thing I've done is okay when I when I make some money I put a little piece aside for some fun. You know, or put a little piece aside for something and then the rest goes there. And then as soon as even if we're not even if we don't have the money in savings or or whatever it is, that ultimate thing that I want, that goal, if I have the money over here for a trip, guess what? We're taking a trip. Some people are really good at this. My wife is really good at that. She is good at having fun. It doesn't matter what, what we're trying to do. She's like, let's have fun. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm like, no fun. No fun until we accomplish goal. <laughs> and uh, and I admit that's that's not the best way. And and as I've taken a shift recently in in that, man, life's just gotten so much better. And surprisingly, I'm not as stressed about certain goals, accomplishing certain goals, things like that, because I'm enjoying the journey. My friends, it's 2024. Take some time, reflect, think about what you want to accomplish this year. Because guess what? You can accomplish anything you want, but you just can't accomplish everything you want this year. Take some time. Write down what's most important to you. And maybe maybe your list is pretty reasonable. Maybe you can accomplish everything you want this year. But I think you're, if you're anything like who I think you are, we're always going to have goals moving forward. And let's just focus on what we want to accomplish this year. Let's put some goals down. And maybe you have a 10-year goal or a 15-year goal or a 20-year goal. Good. Perfect. But in order to get to that 20-year goal, what is it that you have to accomplish every year? Don't think about the 20-year goal. <sighs> Please, you're going to get overwhelmed if you think about the 20-year goal. You're going to freak out and you're going to freeze up. Chances are. You may, maybe you're awesome and that's not the case. But some people, a lot of people are going to just freak out. You have a 20-year goal. You have a big-year goal. Perfect. Fine. What do you need to do every year? Okay. What is it that you have to do this year? Cool. In order to accomplish that goal for this year, what do you have to do every month? Cool. In order to do that, what do you have to do every two weeks? Cool. What do you have to do every day? And then stick to that. Forget about the 20-year goal. Think about today. Tomorrow, think about tomorrow. Trust the process. Trust what you've put in. And then when you reach that two-week milestone or that month milestone or whatever, sit back, take some time, reflect, adjust, plan, and then pivot. I'm excited for this new year. I want to share my goals with you real quick so you guys know. Uh, you know, hold me accountable here. Okay. So family, health, hustle. I got three categories here. I even had another one. So in my family, um, I'll be honest with you. I want to be, try to get done working by four o'clock, 
A lot of times I work late into the evening. I want to be done by four. I want to be off. I want to be spending time with my family a few hours uh, every evening. Uh, you know, they're, they're the ones that are really important. It doesn't make sense for me to work super late every night. Now, again, some nights I'm not going to be able to do that, but I want to have that in my calendar. Hey, four o'clock, you're done, bro. You're done. Get off the computer. If you didn't accomplish it, you should, too bad. You should have accomplished it earlier in the day. That's my goal. Uh, my wife right now, um, I want her to be able to work only two to three days because she wants to. Right now, we use some of her income for certain things around the, the house and in the family budget. I don't want that. I want her to be able to work because she loves it. And she does. She loves her job. She's a veterinary technician. She'll do it even if we were a billionaire. Uh, she would still be doing it. And so that's what I want to get to this year is that we, we don't really need that income. She's not covering anything. She can just work when she wants to work and, and enjoy her job. I'm going to be I'm gonna be debt-free, baby. This year, debt-free. I got a couple little debts I got to handle. Just want to take care of that. Some of you guys out there don't. Guess what? For me, I want to be debt-free on especially you know vehicles, things like that. If we can get debt-free on the home, that'd be sweet. But definitely vehicles, anything like that. And then I want um, for my myself, my daughter, and my son, uh, specifically myself and my son, to get involved in martial arts. I mentioned that earlier. I want to get us in martial arts. I want to get us in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, what? That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, that's what I want. I want to. I did that when I was younger. I'd love to get back into it and love to bring my son and get him involved as well. If I can get my daughter involved, if she's not too young, perfect. Health-wise, I want to get seven to eight hours of sleep every night, baby. Oof, that's difficult to do, right? I'm like a five, six-hour guy a lot of times. Seven to eight hours. I want to be part of the 5 a.m. club consistently. I want to be able to get up at 5 a.m., hit the gym five to six days a week, and really make you know five to noon those power hours. So this way, come four o'clock, I've already gotten most of what I need to do done for the day. Mountain biking. I just purchased a mountain bike a few months ago as it was getting cold. I want to get involved in mountain biking. I want to be more active. Keep myself not just going to the gym, but be more active out and about. Make sure I'm reading every night before I go to bed, not just kind of sporadically. And then do a video journal every day. I'm not good at journaling. I've tried it. But it's super important. It's like a time to reflect every day. I am really bad at journaling. And I, I don't like writing because my arm gets tired. Typing just isn't as special. So I thought, why not a video journal? So that's under health. Hustle. I want my little frozen dessert business to hit a certain sales mark this this summer. I think it's possible. A minimum. And I'm pretty excited about that. And hopefully after this summer, I'll be looking at expanding it. That's kind of the goal. Uh, this podcast. Right now, a lot of it's me. And I appreciate you logging in and listening. And hopefully you're not sick of me. But I want to get to the point where it's 80% guests. So 80% of the shows we're doing are guests that are valuable to you and what you're interested in listening to. And then the other 20% uh, can be me kind of just talking about my journey and, and different things that I'm experiencing. If we can do more than 80% of guests, perfect. But minimum 80% guests. Uh, my goal is 100,000 downloads at the end of this year. Pretty ambitious for a brand new podcast, but I'm excited and I want to accomplish that. Um, right now I'm doing, I'm a one-man show, as I've mentioned before. So I'm looking at doing... Uh, what I will do this year is I get someone to help me with social media marketing. I, I think that's super important to be out and about amongst the digital community to, to talk to you folks and hear your thoughts and opinions. And that's something I could use help with. And so right now, you know, it's going to be me for a little bit longer, but that's the goal is to have someone help me manage that to make sure that we're making the most out of that part of the show and the community. Um, and then we'll see, well, maybe we'll shape some, some public speaking opportunities around some of the things we've learned. I am not at all 
a, I don't have any intention or any desire to be a quote unquote motivational speaker. But what I would like to do is I hope through this show that we learn a lot of great things and be able to package it so that when I have opportunities to get out there and talk to people, I can quickly tell you like, here's some of the most powerful things that we've learned on the show. And so that's a big goal. And I'm excited to try it. This is something new that I've just thought about. Is I was like, you know, as the show grows, I'd love to expand past the show. Not, I want the show to be amazing. And I want everyone to listen and have so, so much value. But if I'm out and about, I want to have kind of a little thing where I can be like, hey, this is, this is some cool stuff that we've learned on the show. And here's why you should be a part of this community. And in order to do that, we got to create value for everyone. We got to get the right guests on and kind of start shaping that and just see what we learn, see how it can amplify our life. And those are the big ones. I mean, right now I don't have any real estate portfolio. I got something here about, hey, I want to learn how to, you know, I want to be ready to invest in some real estate at the end of the year, things like that. But those, those are the big goals that I have. I tell you because they might be small sauce compared to the things that you want to accomplish this year. That's, that's cool. Good. They might be bigger than what other people want to accomplish. That's cool. That's fine. Remember, success is different to each one of us. Our goals will be different every year, the things that we accomplish. So those are some of my goals. I want to put it out there and and have you guys or gals hold me accountable and say, Anthony, how's this going? How are you doing on this? You put it out there. You put it in the universe. So you got to really try to make it work now. You can't just hide it and put it under your blanket or put it under that stack of clothes and hope you, you know, forget about it. Nope. What are you doing to accomplish those goals? And I encourage you to do the same thing. You don't have to put everything out there, but I encourage you once you've landed on those goals, mentorship or accountability is so important in accomplishing things. And not everyone can afford life coaches or fitness coaches, things like that. That's fine. Put it out there. And you know, you're going to have people that might tear some of it down. That's fine. And maybe, maybe don't share it with them if you think that's going to happen. <laughs> but you'll be surprised at some people that say, hey, that's awesome. That's a good idea. Maybe you should look here. Maybe you should talk to this person. He has a similar goal. Or this person can help you achieve that goal. You never know what's going to come from it. I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's make it a great year. Let's learn a ton. Let's just have fun on the journey. If you're listening at home and you found this show to be beneficial and valuable, I ask that you please share it with a friend. Uh, If you're driving right now, you know, obviously don't do it while you're driving. Uh, But if you have a second or you're at your desk or at the gym right now, I ask that uh, if if you found it valuable, share it it with a friend. And uh, let's build this community and let's grow. And if you have any suggestions as to guests that we should have on the show, please shoot me an email, anthony at familyhealthandhustle.com. Like I said, I want to get this to be 80% plus of guests that are providing amazing value, not just me chatting all the time, but that can provide value to everyone. And, and I don't know, because my journey is very specific to me, I don't know what questions or things that you have, challenges that you're having, that maybe you want uh, someone to, to talk about or have some questions about. So shoot me an email and I will do my best to, to search out those with the answer, those with the experience to share with our community and I'm excited. Let's let's do this. Let's kill it this year. So until next week, I will see you. Thanks for joining in. 
Thank you for joining in today because pursuing a balance between family, health, and hustle can feel a little wacky sometimes. So we need to learn from each other. And with a simple click to subscribe, we'll invite you back to our next episode. In the meantime, download our free ebook, Six Secrets for Success at FamilyHealthAndHustle.com. And remember, we're on this journey together.